just watching Resistance. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Oh, mirrors, mirrors. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Who's the biggest trigger of them all? Ooh. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> this is Real Talk with Casey and JoJo. What's up, Casey? What's up, JoJo? Looks like we both have headaches today. Um, True story. But we're doing it anyway. Um, let's talk about triggers today, babe. Triggers. I like triggers. Why so? You were getting to see our own triggers mirroring to each other. Well, I mean, I think the and, <laughs> the camera's you, right there. <laughs> <laughs> until you understand what triggers are, you you don't really know what a trigger is. But then once you know what a trigger are, triggers are, it's like triggers become your friends. Is that a rhyme? <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea. Like nursery rhyme. I have no idea. But right, so like triggers. What's triggers. a trigger then? We have trigger points in our body, right? That that basically do what? Release things or show you signal. where there's a source of pain. Exactly, it's a signal to show us that there's something else going on, right? So just like we have in our bodies, we have triggers mentally, psychologically, um, spiritually. We get triggers, um, and a lot of times we are unaware of these triggers because we don't want to face them it's like something you don't what is it like it's like Whoa. denial right but we've been we've been taught that well i don't even think it's that you're i just don't think people even know right like when when you people wasn't everybody like we didn't know right, what triggers right, were right. up until a certain this point a, this isn't a looking higher down or looking at a higher place it's not about that right this is uh, what i'm saying is is that until you become aware of a trigger which is a huge challenge because we're programmed through television through programming yeah. that you know reality tv became this sort of this is how people act and and when we sit at home you know we look at that and we go that's crazy i would never do that how do these behave people behave that way but you, we do mirror it at home on, on some level, right? Yeah. In terms of the, the conflict resolution and how we deal with things and, and how we, we don't take responsibility for understanding the universe and the way everything is set up, which is everything's a mirror. And when you're getting a mirror, it's because you're being triggered. And if you're being triggered, it's because there's something within you, a pain, an emotional pain that is not healed. And nobody can fix that but you, right? right. And it's Without, also nobody know nobody understands the depth of that. Right, right. And it goes even deeper that that signal is is trying to tell you something that you need to fix within yourself, right? Right. And when I when I say nobody, I mean nobody in the sense that as society as a whole, like as a society, we this shit should be taught in schools, right? So nobody is our culture, our society, not a person. I mean, our triggers are so personal. It just, um, again, they're like signposts. They're, they're there to tell you that something is out of alignment and it's, it needs to get into alignment. But if we continue to get triggered, continue to blame others and look at how the trigger, because I think of triggers as, um, you know, somebody gets upset and then they look at why they got upset and they continue to think about like what happened that made them upset, but not like they're looking at the situation, right? Like this person did this, this is what they said. How can they say this? And how can they, this, 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 how can they, 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 but they never reflect it back on what does that have to do with me? Why am I even getting triggered? 
right? And it's because something within you, whether that's your soul, whether that's your mind, your whatever, something within you is trying to tell you you're out of alignment. There is a um, untruth going on within you. You are out of alignment in your, you, you don't, some people aren't aware of the fact that they're not standing in their own truth because they don't even know what truth is because they haven't figured that out yet. Right. They haven't gone through that journey, that, that spiritual awakening of what is truth, what, what is true to you? What is truth altogether? Right. So when you begin to see that and you start seeing that the trigger is trying to tell you something you need to fix, it's, it's a, a path towards that enlightenment towards that journey of being able to see and have clarity of everything overall but you can't get there without these triggers. They're like bombs, right? Like a, like a minefield. Well, and I think it's like, <coughs> it's almost like a, a computer hack, right? Like a trigger goes straight to like skips all rhyme and reason and goes straight to mad. Like you go on zero to a 60, zero to 100 real quick. Real quick. <laughs> right? So what are some of your triggers? Oh, dude. So my, probably one of my biggest triggers that... And it's, it's been since I started driving. Um, if somebody flips me off while I'm driving, to me, that's like you just bitch slap my mom um, oh, with yeah. the back of your hand, the kind of shit, right? Like, if you give me the finger while we're driving, like, I'm like, let's go. I'm ready. I will chase you and I will follow you. And <laughs> we will get out the car and have a conversation. And let me make this very clear in a case anyone's watching and goes, hey, mm-hmm. I remember you. You're that guy that mm-hmm. I gave the finger to because it's a possibility, right? Yeah. Um, that's how many times this happened to me. It's happened a lot, probably 15 to 20 times in my life, I would guess. And that's a lot, I think. Um, maybe not. I don't know. But where was I going with this? I don't know, but I let that like kind of affect me because I started to get triggered <laughs> when people would give the finger, even though that wasn't really oh, my yeah. thing. So, so I'm not, I don't intend to do harm, right? That's, that's, I'm not, I don't want to hurt anyone. Uh, but I do want to have a conversation, right? And I do want to ask you, why did you feel the need to give me the finger? Why did you need, because that is an aggressive move to me. Now, obviously that's a bunch of bullshit. That's what I told myself. And that's the, the, story that I believe for a really, really long time. Really long time, yeah. Um, but recently, you know, we we bought a new car, kind of my son's and I's car, and we'll see if he ends up taking it or not, but I digress. And when I got in that car, I kind of felt like it was a new me, right? Because I'm I traditionally don't really like I don't really care about cars. I've never really taken care of cars. Um, but this one you've had a Jeep for forever, but yeah, it's I've just had a Jeep for since my son was born in this thing, literally. Yeah. But um you know, I've never really identified and, and sort of wanted to take take care of a car, but this one was different, right? So it kind of made me feel like a different person. So anyway, long story short, um, that people giving the finger is the biggest trigger. And when I got this new car, it, it sort of made me realize that I'm instigating this. Like I, I remember I would, because what I did is I was like, I'm not going to look left or look right. I'm just going to stay in my lane, right? And drive responsibly. And if somebody wants to flip me off, that's on them. I'm not even going to with the new car, right? With the new car. Mm-hmm. Right. And and what it showed me is that I was constantly, because I realized I would look when I would pass someone to see if they would give right, me the finger. Right, right. Almost like asking for this like shit to what? happen. <laughs> right. And and so that experience kind of showed me, made me aware of how many times I looked at in other vehicles to see if they would respond to me. And now I don't even pay attention to it. 
You were instigating. And it hasn't happened since. But think about just that, right? Let's, Let's break that down, right? Each car, I always look at each car is like a bubble of it's everyone's avatar, everyone's world, right? Like I'm in my car living my life, thinking what I'm thinking. I could be thinking the most amazing thoughts and be in such a blissful place. And the car next to me could be totally different world. Somebody's pissed off. They're late for something. They're, they're thinking a million things that, and this is vice versa, because I could be in that mood too. Right. But each car has a different energy that they're holding and they're in their own world. So whatever it is that outside of their car that's happening, they're going to reflect that outwardly. So if you happen to pass them and they get angry, that's just reflecting the fact that they're in an angry state of mind, you know, because if somebody passed and you're in a good mood, you'd be like, whatever, I'm driving, I'm good and I'm singing and it doesn't matter. And that's reflecting so it's almost that like, I'm in a good mood and this is my good mood world. Yeah, we're both in that receiving negative energy mode. Me looking for it, them angry. So so right, right now you're you're in that not right now, but when you were in that in that state of mind, you were in your car and you were angry. And so you were instigating to see like that mirror. Are you angry? Yeah, you're angry. Let's fight because it was that trigger to let you know you're angry. You're the one that's angry inside. Why are you looking for it outward so that you can point it outwardly instead of looking for it inwardly? Right, right. You know, and it's not until you've been working on that, that you're like, okay, let's not look outside of us. Let's, let's stay right here. Let's try to stay centered. Right. Um, But it happens to all of us, right? We get triggered in some type of way. And it's just, it's those quick triggers that let you know, like, um, there's more to this. And so I'm going to give you an example of some other type of triggers. So yesterday... Can, can I interrupt for a second? Yeah, I'm so sorry to interrupt yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I'm anxious to see what you think about this. Did I, um, have we ever told the story about when we first met and the incident in the car with when the guy got out of the car? Have we ever told that story? I don't think we have, have we? No. But, but He's I trying to a, bring out a, the old me. No, 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 no. But I'm, I want to tell that story because as I'm thinking about this, I, I kind of think that maybe that situation had something to do with it. And I then acted in the same way in order to maybe feel like I was okay share the story now because you're right. just like what the fuck is he talking about <clears throat> all right so this was like when we first met like back in 90 I was 16 guys okay yeah, back in <laughs> my Miami 90s. days and um we were in a car well you know not to give all the details but um a car rode by, maybe he got angry or did something and Joanna and we pulled around in the parking lot. He passed us again. He stopped. He was very confrontational, very confrontational. Yeah. Very aggressive. And he then spit on my car. Joanna saw that he spit on the car and basically threw like one of those like huge 64 ounce, 32 ounce drinks um, straight in this dude's face into his car. What? So, <laughs> you know, at that point, I don't know what to do. I'm like, <laughs> I, that whole Colombian in me. I didn't know what to do. So I, so I pulled off. Of course, he loops he around and then he stops his car and he gets out the car. Now, little, little did I know that this was a massive individual. Okay. I mean, he was, I don't know. He's like the rock in my head. That's what he looked yeah, like. Yeah. 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 The rock. And he's in a tank top and he basically he's walks like, up <sighs> to the car and, and I'm like, I'm like, Joanna, you know, just get 911 ready because uh, whatever. And I'm, I'm getting out the car and she's like, don't get out the car. 
And I'm like, what do you mean don't get out the car? You threw a drink in the dude's face. Like somebody's ass has to be beat. So it's probably going to be mine. So whatever. Thank you. And your door is. was like almost open, right? It was like. I was opening it as, as you pulled me back in going, no. Anyway. So I say all that. Wait, that that's it? You're not even going to tell them what I said? Okay. I mean, if you're going to tell them that I'm thug enough to throw a massive ass drink this, at the this, rock this story in the wasn't face. About that. It was about. I'm just finishing it. But the point is. For me. Okay. But I'm just going to finish this part. So I'm yelling at the. Because you, you just left them hanging with what happened. Right. And so I'm yelling at we the guy. Parents, went home and watched TV. Before. No, no, no. I yelled at the guy. And I was like, look. Oh, the sun came out. Um. I'm the one that threw this at you. Why are you coming at him? Why can't you come at me? <laughs> so I'm like, like, look, it's not him. It's me. Like I threw it. Why are you coming at him? Right. So I think, I think saying that though, he kind of like realized something because, whoa, that light, um, down, down, <laughs> um, because it changed things. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, like he the trajectory changed and then in his car and went, got right, back in this car. Okay. So what was your reflection on that? No. So, I mean, I think any guy would say that that's like, that's a very demasculating experience, right? Like when a, when a dude gets out of the car and, and my wife's like, you're going to get your ass beat. You don't get out this car. Like th that's not, that's not good. And, you know, this was, this was very um, early in our relationship, you know, and I, and I had some sort of, uh, I guess self-worth issues anyway, kind of going into our relationship. So I think in some way, and I've, we've never had this conversation that this is all happening. We've never had this conversation. So I think in some way like that, that sort of put me on a trajectory of feeling like I needed to prove something. And in some way, me looking for someone to give me the finger enabled me to be him to that other person. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Because that's what was done to me. Because basically you turned it around and became him. Yeah. Because right. now you're all like, because, you know, again, working out again, straight up. I mean, I, she's been with me where a guy got out of the car with his wife and kids. This is how now we didn't know his wife. I didn't know his wife and kids were in the car at the time. Do you remember this? No, but hold on. Like, I didn't know that. I thought it was just him. I didn't know he had wife and kids. It was like a van type car. And when he, you know, when the same situation happened, you know, I pulled into a parking lot behind him. He got out the car. I got out the car and then his wife and kids got out the car. And it's like, oh. When was this? This was, this was a long time ago too. Like before we got married, like in the 90s, late 90s. I don't remember. It was in the Walmart parking lot. But anyway, it doesn't matter. So yeah, I don't know. So again, triggers, man. Like I'm over here thinking that, you know, the whole trigger was me being, paying attention to the trigger where maybe it was that situation that somehow made me feel like I needed to prove that I was man enough because I felt so demasculated by that. Right. And maybe that's why. And it. you just now got like that yeah. revelation. Yeah. So cool. So I'm going to turn it. I, I think cool. that's cool. Uh, I'm going to turn it to what I was going to say about what happened yeah, yesterday. That was a big no, no, no. It's fine because at least I came back to it because, you know, I'm squirrel, but I was running really fast playing with uh, one of our dogs and I, we were in the playground. So I was being a kid and, you know, I'm jumping up and down and I'm like running as fast as I can up the slide. And I didn't realize for some reason that there is a huge like metal bar at the top. I had my glasses on. So luckily I think that kind of, I don't know what I think that saved 
anyway, I was in I shock. I was in shock and you could still, I could still feel it. Every, I think I had a slight concussion. All of this right here felt like it so you had, hit your head really hard on the uh, like it had uh, caved in yes and and so i paused and and i was in shock and then i turned around and i laid in the in the slide and i just stared at the sky and it triggered me um for one to think great the universe is literally smacking me in the head in order for me to stop like what i'm doing and chill but second my son um, didn't think that I was serious because I looked more like in shock as if I was playing. Um, so he took it as if I wasn't being real. And I said, go, you know, go get him. And he was like, what, 10 feet away, maybe watching something. <laughs> and I said, go get him. I think I have a concussion. He didn't believe me. So he went over there. But I don't know what he translated that to. Like, well, I don't know what he said to you, but in my from my point of view he came back without him and i'm going why isn't he coming like he's still watching that and he's and i'm almost dying over here and he's not coming like what we, let me know when we're at a pausing point so that triggered me that 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 was my point of view and so that caused me to have a trigger is that a pause yeah yeah that's perfect okay i'll share the trigger so in a second understand right in my world and my bubble and my avatar um i had to do a live yesterday with by myself which this is like my crutch over here I, i'm not nervous at all when she's with me but if i'm by myself oh my god it's like game changer um anyway so i've i never re-watch our podcast i never re-watch a live and she had put it on and i'm like damn it i don't want to listen to this but i but something inside of me was like you know just listen to it man up whatever you know, you need to learn, you need to grow from it. You'll, you'll learn things, you'll see things and you can improve. And that's what this is all about. So I gave in, that and resistance. I, I, yeah, I gave in and I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll listen to it. So not only did I listen to it, but I watched it. And so that's what I'm watching while she's banging, dying, banging her head against a, a metal pole. Almost. Um, but for me, it, it was, I had taken a big step towards not resisting. So I was into what I'm watching because I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm giving myself pats. I'm like, you're doing great. <laughs> Keep watching, you know, but anyway, continue. So he's in his bubble. And so basically it. But it's not like I'm watching Avengers. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. You're in your bubble. You're doing you're you're you. You're that's your life. That's your world. That's what you're thinking about. Like, that's what's going on in your world as an in, in your life. Yeah, but I mean, in, my, my point is, is that I could have been watching like a basketball game or something. I get that. But it, but it was some self-improvement, you know. That's like not even the point. So the point is, it triggered me because he didn't come right when I said, I need you, right? It triggered me to a time when, I'm going to share this. Um, it's actually in my book. Should I read it? Should I read that okay. little point, that little trigger? Pause. Yes. Okay, let's find it. I'm going to pause that. Hmm. <laughs> there it is. Big wave as well. Yep. All right. You know your book like that where you can find it that quickly? I mean, I guess you, you wrote it. I wrote the damn thing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that's like vicariously. so i wrote um yeah i wrote a book it's called spring manifestation um uh, by joanna crowder phd um and i'm going to share a part of yeah i went straight to it because i knew right where it was um a part in the book where 
yesterday triggered this. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to, it sounds better when I read it. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. It was September of 2013 and we went to the beach for my son's birthday. During our trip, we decided to go to a water park. That makes sense. And you know, those big wave pools they have? Well, it was me and the kids in the wave pool while my husband was taking a nap on the lounge chairs. When all of a sudden the waves turned on and I could no, no longer hold my kids. Luckily, one of them was in the donut float but the other was with me. I honestly can't even remember which one was where, but I do remember not being able to catch my breath or feel the bottom of the pool. I couldn't help them if I couldn't help myself. My pride was like, don't scream for help. That's punk, that Miami programming. Anyway, I looked at the lifeguard with a face that basically said, come get me now or I'm going to drown. You know that face? Well, he did because he jumped right in and saved the day. As we made our way to our chairs, I was trembling. I told my husband what had happened, and his response was a slight laugh like, oh, okay. From my point of view, look, at he's still laughing. He sort of blew it all off like it was nothing. At that moment, all I could think about was, does he really not care about me anymore? To his defense, he was half asleep. Half asleep. That wasn't half asleep. And didn't understand <laughs> you were asleep and didn't understand the depth of what had just happened. I mean, no. I nearly drowned with the kids, and here he was acting like it was no big deal. So that leads us into how we ended up into a huge breakup and slash divorce. But um what triggered Yeah, I should have reacted better. <laughs> <laughs> what what triggered my yesterday of when he said he's not when I'm like, why isn't he here? I started crying and you would have thought that I would have started crying because of my head pounding, uh, which I did cry afterwards. But I think what came first was the trigger of why doesn't he come and rescue me? Like when, when I need him, like in a sense of like physical, like why every time, why is that funny to you? Why is that funny to like, you? Rescue you from what? You hit your head. There's nothing yes, that I, I can know do. that, but it still triggered that, like know, you not being there when I got hurt. Yeah. Okay. So then let's take that a step further and break that down. I started thinking about, okay, when in my past have I been hurt and just had somebody not be there for me i'm like my mom's been there for me when i get hurt right there's other times where i've gotten hurt nobody was around but i don't think that's what it stems from because it goes way deeper right so i thought about because i swear yesterday felt like a slight concussion i don't know why you keep laughing i'm laughing because you know you know i'm laughing because you better yeah there has been if there were 100 times where you needed me that was like the one time Right. The one time in the pool when I was asleep and there was no noise and nobody screaming and there was no sense of an emergency, but it's like, hey, tap, tap, we almost died. What? <laughs> okay, okay. And then I, like my whole character and love base was based on that one time. But 99 times I've been there. I don't know, man. Can it's, I it's can I just explain though that what happened at the pool? I remember that it triggered me thinking about my dad not being like around mm -hmm. because my parents were divorced so it triggered this whole like daddy issues thing of you know well if he's not there for me like why would you be there for me type deal which you know led us to a whole separation slash dark night of the soul where i had realizations and then i came to figure out that you know that wasn't the case etc but yesterday it was more about mm -hmm. it triggered back to when i had a 
slight concussion when I was little and I was jumping on a ball. I was an only child. Okay. Jumping on a ball. <laughs> you are just laughing. I hope your headache gets gone is away. That, is that qualifying why you were jumping on a ball? It was like you had to explain. Yes, I was yes, yes. I was, oh, I was jumping, only child. So. I was oh, only child. Okay, that's why right. you were entertaining yourself. <laughs> but you understand because oh, you're an only child yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was jumping on a ball. I would dribble balls. With a jump rope. Like I wanted to jump and land back again on the ball for some reason. Oh, that's crazy. So I ended up hitting my head and hope is such a powerful thing, bro. You are laughing at all these things. And I, I wonder why that's going to trigger me, bro. Okay. So Maybe. let's talk about it, about triggers. but let me get to the end. Okay. So I had a slight concussion. My mom was there. Right. And I didn't remember. I kind of had a uh, temporary amnesia for a while. It was like 10 minutes had gone by and I was clueless as to what the fuck had just happened. Um, we walked back into my room. I saw the rope. I saw the ball in my closet. Somehow it kind of like landed over there. Um, and then it kind of all triggered back the memories of what had happened. Right after that, we went to my friend's birthday party. And I remember being there. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This is important. I, I, I love you so much. <laughs> Holy shit. Continue. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because it's a I, I long story. I don't know. I just I'm waiting. I'm in, I'm on the edge <laughs> of my seat for the, for the finale. Come on, I've never heard this before. Like you don't understand. Like when you've been <laughs> with someone for fucking 30, 20 something years, like you hear you know everything about them. I've never heard this before. So yeah, I'm excited. The hell you have. I have just I not will. in this way. So <laughs> exactly. Because I yesterday triggered it. That's what I'm trying to say. So you wouldn't have known because you you weren't in my head yesterday, obviously. All right. So <laughs> I go to my friend's birthday party and I'm <clears throat> witnessing. So yesterday I'm having these reflections and I'm kind of I'm, I'm in a meditative state. I'm in the shower um, and I'm trying to like heal in the shower. In the shower. <laughs> and I'm trying to heal. Oh, I'm trying to heal from the pain in my head. OK, in the shower. So I'm having a meditation on this and i remember you're so messing up my story bro and i remember going to her party and seeing that she had everybody there and her parents were there and then i started reflecting on her parents being together and them always being there for her and then how that had just happened to me but yet both parents were not there for me i messed up that makes sense. I thought it was, I thought it might go down the direction of maybe you saw a ball on a rope and like you sort of wanted to try to maybe do it at the party. I, I don't know. Maybe you got hurt in a different way at the party. I didn't realize it was an emotional thing. So my apologies. But that's, that's why I was laughing because I was like, oh my God, what happened? Now what happened? What physical thing did, what, what physical stunt did you Seriously? try to perform? That's where when I was going I'm trying it. to be serious the whole time and I talk know, about so emotions and triggers and yesterday and all you're doing is but laughing. That's great. That makes sense. So so you Wow. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing in my own world over here. Are you seriously mad right now? No, I'm just triggered. <clears throat> so um yesterday all of that happened and then helped me to realize that there is this part of me that's coming from a place of lack of somebody else has something and I don't have it. And it was a big in the face. 
that was my point. I would have finished a long time ago, but you know. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. It was not malintent. Um, no, but it's interesting. It's like I, so you go through my story, you go through her story, and you know, in the beginning, it's like this. This is the type of shit that should be taught in schools, right? Like that incident for me happened twenty something years ago. Had I understood what triggers were, had I understood um, that that guy basically mirrored back to me kind of how I insecurity, my insecurities, and that's something that I needed to work on, you know, how much different would my experiences have been moving forward, right? In the same token, if, if Joanna had understood at that point at that party, what was going on and the magnitude of that and what the real issue was, then she could have addressed it and, and fixed it and how different you know, what things have been. Those are the importance and, and the, I guess, two examples of why triggers are so and important. And these things are rooted thoughts and emotions from the past that are still energetically attached <clears throat> to us. And we are then continuously getting, I look at it like Tetris, they're at the bottom and it's like, you're continuously throwing layers of things that trigger you and trigger you until you finally come into alignment and you realize that it's all the same thing. And then it comes and stems from this bottom trigger and once you see that, all of them kind of poof disappear and fall you won't, away, right? yeah, they fall away and you won't start getting the, these mirrors to start, you know, you won't start having the reality reflect that back to you because you've figured out what the root cause of it was and realized that it was coming from an untruth, right? My truth was, oh, it's, I, I'm coming from a place of lack. I don't have that. I don't have support. I don't have, you know, somebody there. And then it continued to grow into an illusion that, I don't have somebody, they're not there when that's an illusion because I do have somebody and he was there the second time when I said, when I started crying and, and he finally went and got him because he realized I was for real. Um, but he was there and he's like, look, I'm there. And he held me and all that stuff. So it's like the illusion that I keep having, it's all mental, but yet I'm projecting it as if it's for real when it's not. And we do that constantly. And I see people in society because America is triggered because we are all living on a base of a lie. We are living all these based on all these deceptions. And until we start really going within and realizing and having clarity of what this, these deceptions really are, we are going to get triggered by whatever somebody says, somebody posts, somebody does, whatever it is, because we are not in alignment with ourselves. And we need to look and see why we're getting triggered. Did you just like take your trigger and then put all that energy into explaining triggers? Did I just good. do that? Yeah, that was good. I mean, you you rhymed. You you did that without no pause, with intent, Damn. with energy. Proud of you. You good. transmuted that shit. Yeah, I think my headache. Because I wasn't laughing at you. I swear to God, I wasn't. My I was laughing was at gone. the potentials and where this thing could go. Your head stopped hurting nice. for a slight minute. Nice. That was well said. Do you have anything else to say about that? Um, it's about triggers. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I think that. You hit the nail on the head. I think that, um, you know, there's a, there's a quote about as an adult, you're just basically running on subconscious programming, right? And, you know, essentially with me, with the finger reacting, reacting to subconscious programming, did not even understand what was really going on. And it's cool because on this call, I can kind of think on It's not a call. <laughs> call. You say that a lot. So old. That's what old <laughs> people on say. On this call. On this call. You know, on this video or podcast, podcast. podcast shit. <laughs> um, 
you know, it's like I had my own realization of, damn, okay, like this is deeper than this. You know, there's some there's some healing of of self some self worth and some things like that, that that I need to work on still. And I think the the thing about triggers is that um, you don't fix one. You you've got a ton, right? But it it sounds overwhelming, but it's not. It becomes fun because once once you kind of see a trigger and and you understand the the path and the process and the pattern, you then can pick up on them, right? And then as you start to pick up on them. You know, it get it, it's stuff for you to work on, right? It's it's just like a game, right? It's like yeah. you're just basically chipping away at the triggers and at the at the things that you. And need then to you heal. can't get mad at the people outside of you for showing you those triggers because it's more like, hey, thank you for showing me that trigger because now I know that I need to work on myself because at the end of the day, everybody's all you. We're all the same. We're all one, and and really realistically they're just a mirror of you. So yeah, and I'm so glad you said that, because that's exactly what happened. Like, I'm laughing, you're taking it personal, you're processing it, you almost got to the point, and then you kind of dialed it back, because you understood that you were triggered. And then you were able to transmute it, right. And the trigger was like being laughed at for being like, emotional, like as in somebody not taking me seriously. But I realized that as I was saying it, because all of this shit is therapeutic when you're doing a podcast, you know, like seriously, you're talking because you're expressing, we're getting out our, our, that trapped emotion, the trapped energy that's been there, um, the resistance, you know, the emotions that haven't come up, the realizations, all of this is energy. It's thoughts and emotions and they're inside. And when you express them, you're letting them out, you know, in an artistic form, whether you art, whether you're, uh, you know, an artist or, or what is it? A painter. That's the same thing. Um, not really, but, um, you know what I'm saying? There's different types of artists. Like, you know, you write poems, you diary, whatever it is that you express yourself, whether you dance, just a form of expression. It is a way of, of releasing whatever it is that's inside that needs to come out. And when you don't release it and you don't express it, it's going to come at you in some way, shape or form. And it could just hit you in the head one day and then, okay, let me figure this out. And and then my couples, my couples, once if you and your partner both understand triggers and can understand the patterns and start taking responsibility for it, it becomes fun. Right. Because then like when, if we're not, if we're not on this podcast, then this happens outside i could be like trigger and, <laughs> and she got nowhere to go like it doesn't turn anything into yeah go within go within and then she'll go within we'll come back and have a conversation and then you about can't it blame stuff on cool. each other right it doesn't become it doesn't become a fight and that's not to say that you know and that's where i think the importance of triggers is is that one because you fix a trigger it doesn't mean that that trigger goes away right? You still got explosive triggers and you may even have triggers that you're not even aware of yet right. because you're undercovering the, it's the, a layer. the, the a subconscious layer. programming to get to the next one, mm-hmm. right? So kind of have that expectation as you work on this and recognize it, um, you're going to find more, but it, it, it's fun and it's healing and you'll feel it and you'll feel lighter and you'll feel fresher. And I think most importantly, you'll feel in control, right? Because taking that responsibility yeah. is, a, is a soul satisfying experience. Yes, right? yes, it, yes. It, it, it really is. And when you find these triggers or you see that you're you're noticing them more, please come back to this video and comment below and tell us what you're, you know, <laughs> that you've noticed. Because I mean, really, I think it's cool when we like we had somebody yesterday, Tanya, um, you know, and she said the same thing. Like she started realizing the, the mirrors and the triggers. And it's really cool to see that 
when people start paying attention, they don't, they don't look at the trigger anymore as something outside of them, you know? And it's just, it's, if you're complaining about verbally about anything else, you're triggered and there's something to work on. Exactly. Period. So let's end it with that. Thank you for watching. We will see you next time and we're out. Go for it and finish it one eleven. Like your shirt says. Oh <laughs>